Welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast, bringing you hints, tips, advice and inspiration as you walk your path to living a rich and full alcohol-free life. Discover why sobriety is the most loving gift of self-care and self-love and how you can feel empowered and joyous with your choice to live the abundant life of alcohol freedom that you deserve. I'm Gail MacDonald, coach, teacher, mum and tea drinker, living a life of alcohol freedom and I'm here to help you to transform your relationship with alcohol in a way that feels good so you can live the life you deserve without alcohol holding you back. Welcome to episode two of the Sober Bliss podcast with me Gail from Sober Bliss coming to you from a Saturday morning in my car and it's a bit wet and bit miserable outside so I'm sitting here with a blanket on and if you listen to episode one you'll know why I'm in the car and if you didn't then I'm in my car because it's the only quiet space in the warehouse at the moment so if you hear a random pigeon or a bit of a bang or a clatter then I do apologize um but you know this is life I'm in my car recording a podcast with a blanket on and I need to go and get a cup of tea, which I will after this episode. So today's episode is all about uh, overthinking, overthinking in sobriety. And this is a very important topic and it's one that came up in our membership space, which is why I'm talking to you about it today. And I wrote a blog about it also, so you can go and check that out if you want to read a bit more about overthinking. Um, And in episode one, I touched on a little bit about how, you know, how how we can often think too much about something, too much about the decision to stop drinking. We can spend so much time in our head thinking and planning and researching and reading, wishing, hoping, dreaming instead of actually doing. So all of this stuff that goes on in our head and I'm so guilty of that. I live in my head so much. But being stuck in your head so much can stop you from actually taking action and I think that's what I said in episode one of the podcast you know all the planning and thinking and dreaming in the world doesn't replace action and often it gets in the way of actually doing the thing that we want to do for example the other morning I was in bed my alarm went off at five and then I started thinking okay will I get up now and then do a meditation shall I do a meditation first and then take the dog out but it's cold outside so that means I have to get ready but then if I want a shower I have to get ready twice maybe I can meditate here in bed but the dog's up and he knows that I'm up he's going to distract me it's too cold why do I have to go out 
And the thoughts went on and on and on. And you know, I think I was there for a good 35, 40 minutes before I eventually got out of bed. So time was getting on and I didn't have time to do the meditation that I wanted to do. So that moment, well, those minutes really of sitting, overthinking everything stopped me from having the morning that I wanted to have. And that can be the same for this sober journey the decision to actually stop drinking we can spend so much time thinking about it thinking about how we're going to do it what it's going to be like you know what will we do we end up talking ourselves out of it before we've really given ourselves a chance you know it's that inner voice it's the wine which the internal dialogue we have with ourselves that can send us into a bit of a spiral. You know, you might start off this conversation in your head, all positive and excited for the future. But the more we think about it, the more we talk to ourselves about it, then slowly the worries, the fears and the doubts can creep in. And we might decide that actually, maybe I'm not that bad. Maybe I don't drink that much. Maybe... It's not the right time. Maybe it's going to be too hard. Maybe I can't do it. Maybe I don't have enough tools and support. Oh, it's Friday. I can't do it on a Friday. What will I do next week when, you know, I'm meeting with my friends? Or Christmas. How am I going to do this at Christmas? What about holidays? Oh, my God. What about the weekend? How am I going to cope with, you know random problem that you might think of so all of this thinking goes on and on and on we talk ourselves out of doing it because we decide that maybe we can moderate instead maybe we should start next week maybe I don't need to stop drinking after all um, so all of this overthinking can really bring us down and get in the way of us doing the thing that we want to do and I'm an overthinker I was when I was before I was when I stopped drinking I'm an overthinker now but I have learned to recognize it and to put some steps in place to get me out of that spiral you know because I could quite easily disappear into my head for hours on end and it's not helpful so I want to talk today a little bit about overthinking um, but especially overthinking the decision to stop drinking. And as I said, we've had a few talks about this in our membership space. It's something that I do myself. Um, and I just want to give you some tools, some tips, some inspiration today to help you if you find yourself stuck in that spiral of overthinking if you like, whether you are just thinking about changing your relationship with alcohol or whether you are already on the alcohol-free path and you do find yourself getting stuck in your head quite a bit, hopefully this, this podcast episode will help you, will give you some tools and strategies to get out of that. So, I was stuck in my head for a long time before I stopped drinking and I talked about this in episode one. There was a lot of wanting, wishing, hoping, dreaming, 
thinking, obviously, um, planning, researching about what I was going to do, what my life would look like when I wasn't drinking. I would see myself in my head, you know, having a wonderful Saturday evening and or I would see myself getting through a craving. But it was all in my head. Um, and then I always came back to the same thing. It's too hard. It's Perhaps it's not the right time. Maybe I'll start tomorrow. Um, you know, maybe I'm actually not that bad. Everybody drinks, so why can't I drink? You know, all of that overthinking really got in the way of me taking action. And the thing with overthinking is that it can bring fear into your heart. Even if you start off thinking positively, the longer you spend in your head in the spiral, you will end up worrying and all the fear and the doubt will creep in. So overthinking brings fear into your heart and we latch on to that. For some reason, we always focus on the negative and that gets in the way. You know, we focus on the cravings, we think they're going to be so hard or we focus on what other people think of us if we no longer drink. We worry about missing out or how we're going to have fun and how am I going to relax or what do I, what will I do if I'm stressed? And we tend to latch on to those negative things. And that's when the overthinking can cause us to not do the thing that we want to do, which in this case is not drink anymore. And it's exhausting. It's so exhausting when you're stuck in your head and things are going round and round and round. And it's a difficult place to get out of. Now, as I said, I'm a thinker, an overthinker. I still am. And I do understand the importance of um, planning and preparing. You know, if you went on holiday, you wouldn't go on holiday without planning things and preparing things. And it is the same with stopping drinking. You wouldn't just decide, okay, that's it, I'm not going to drink. And then wonder, ooh, what am I going to do now? How am I going to do this? There will be a little bit of thought and planning and preparation in terms of getting in the alcohol-free drinks or making sure you've got enough chocolate or cake or tea in the house or thinking about if a craving happens, what can I do? So there is an element of planning and preparation and thinking. But the problem is when the thinking stops you from taking action and really all the planning and thinking in the world doesn't replace taking action. That is the important thing to remember. And as I said in episode one, that is how I ended up where I am today, almost three years sober, because I actually stopped doing it all in my head and I just went ahead and did it physically. Um, so living alcohol-free is a journey, it is a process. And the thing to remember is that it kind of, the steps kind of follow on from each other. So yeah, maybe 
you do start by thinking about it and planning it. And then the next step is to get through five minutes, a couple of hours, an afternoon, an evening, a weekend. But you have to actually do this and not just think about it. Because unless you do it, you won't know what it's going to be like. It's no use worrying about what it might be like at Christmas time when you don't drink. If you're only on day four, for example. It's no good panicking about what you will do if something bad happens. It's no good looking too far into the future and worrying about what it might be like on holiday in three months' time or two years' time if you haven't gone a whole week, you know. Um, Because it can be scary, you wonder what on earth you're going to do and all of the panic and the fear sets in if you've never had a Saturday or a weekend without drinking, then of course, if you think about having a whole holiday without drinking, then you're going to be scared. You're going to be filled with panic. So while it's good to plan and prepare, it's not good to think too far ahead in the future. And actually, we learn by doing. So what I said just before there about the steps following on from one another you need to do one day you need to do one week one month and then after you've done that again and again then you'll be able to tackle the next thing that comes up so when I say we learn by doing I mean that unless you actually do the thing you want to do you'll never You'll never know, you'll never learn, you'll never grow, you won't get stronger, you won't know really how it feels to be two months sober unless you've done a month, six weeks, and you get to those two months. You'll be stuck in your head, you'll stay stuck in your head, wondering and thinking instead of actually doing So basically, and I'm sorry I've maybe rambled on a little bit there, is that what I'm saying is that you've just got to do it. You really do. That's the only way you're going to know. And actually taking action is the only way that you're going to get out of your head. You can imagine all of the scenarios you want in your mind, but unless you actually live those moments without alcohol, unless you live those scenarios then you're just dreaming and imagining and you don't really know. And usually it's completely different in real life to what we imagine it to be in our heads. So often we imagine the worst, but actually it's never that bad. This is another example of mine and it's nothing to do with not drinking, but where where I live at the moment, as you know, it's a big drafty old warehouse and we have got a little flat inside the warehouse but the bathroom is stuck on the end and for so long we didn't have any heating in the bathroom so it was always 
a massive effort to go in the shower. And I mean like a massive effort. And often I would lie there in bed thinking, oh my God, I've got to go in the shower, I've got to go in the shower. And I would imagine ways how I could make it quick and painless. I would imagine myself in the shower then dashing out and running in front of the fire to keep warm, to get ready. And I would spend so long actually thinking about it, building it up, making it out to be the worst experience in the world that I wouldn't do it until maybe three or four hours later when the house had warmed up a little bit. But on the days when I just got up and said, okay, I'm going in the shower, didn't think about it, closed my eyes, took a deep breath, got in the shower, it wasn't that bad. It's never as bad as what you think it's going to be, which is another problem with overthinking. So stop overthinking and take action. That's that's it in its simplest. It really is. Even though the action might be scary and daunting, unless you take the action, you'll never know. And if you stay stuck in your head, you will imagine the worst possible outcome. It will be so bad in your head that you might never decide to take that step and stop drinking. So no matter how unprepared you might feel or how scared you might feel, or how uncertain or terrified that you might be, unless you try it, unless you do it, then you're always going to be worrying and thinking. You're always going to be stuck in, in your head with those feelings. So take that step, take the action no matter how small and no matter what it looks like for you, take a deep breath, close your eyes and take the step. Make the decision. And if you need help with this, if you need help while you're on your journey, if you need help to make the decision, then check out the Sober Bliss website. And see how I can help you with that. There's lots of resources on there. There's blogs, there's podcasts, there's videos. There's some downloads there. There's some courses that can help you. Once you've made the decision that you want to go for it and you need the support, then come on over to Sober Bliss and check out what there is available for you. Come and join the Blissfully Sober Facebook group which is an amazing group of people, women, all on the same journey. And we've all been there. We all know what it's like. Some of us are still getting to that stage in the group. So if you're scared, if you're worried, if you have a question, then come and join the Blissfully Sober Facebook group and share your worries. Ask questions and we will be there to help you. So just how do we stop overthinking? How do we actually get out of our heads and into our bodies and actually do the things? Well, the following tips will help you to get out of your head and to maybe start taking some action. These are some of the things that I do now because as I said before, I'm still an overthinker, not as bad as I used to be, but I still do worry about things 
and I still do spend quite a bit of time in my head, which can stop me from doing the thing that I'm thinking about. So the first thing that you can do is if you recognise that this is something that you do, if you tend to overthink things, then allow yourself the space to overthink. Now, this might sound, you know, a bit contradictory, but by giving yourself permission to overthink in a specific space, so have a set time of the day, maybe have a set day of the week or a couple of times of the week or an hour every morning or an hour every evening. Give yourself permission, give yourself the space to sit and overthink. And it's very therapeutic in the fact that you know you've got this time coming up. So you know that you're going to be allowed to to sit and go through things in your mind. Um, and also it allows you to focus on what you're doing now because you know you've got this space coming up. And giving yourself the permission to do that is really therapeutic. So whenever you decide that your time is going to be, what I found is actually a good thing to do in in the morning is to get up and have a little brain dump, have a little journaling session. And, you know, you don't have to spend hours on this, just even 10 minutes writing things down, what you're worried about what your plans are for the day, what you want to do, um, any tasks that you've got coming up which are perhaps playing on your mind. If you allow yourself that time in the morning to get it all out of your head and onto paper, then it really helps. Similarly, if you tend to go to bed and your mind is still buzzing and worrying, worrying about the next day, worrying about all the things that you've got to do, then spend a bit of time before bed and just getting everything out of your head and onto paper. And that's a really good way to allow yourself to overthink, but in a safe space, in a dedicated space. The other thing that you can do is that if you realise, if you become aware that you are beginning to overthink things, especially the negative things and this is often what happens when we think about stopping drinking we tend to focus on the negative try and replace it with positive thoughts so for example if you catch yourself worrying about what other people will think of you when you no longer drink switch that up And think about how you're going to feel about yourself. How good are you going to feel when you're not drinking? How proud, how empowered, how strong, how amazing will you feel when you don't drink? So forget about what other people say. There's a famous quote, I can't remember who it's by. And it goes something like, What other people think of me is none of my business. And we will talk a little bit more about other people in another podcast. But just imagine that one of your worries 
one of the things that you spend a lot of time thinking about is how other people are going to be around you when you don't drink. If you're worrying about what they will think of you, will they judge you? Will they make you feel ashamed or bad? Will they ask you questions? If those thoughts start to creep into your head, then switch it up. I say this a lot. Turn it round. Focus on how amazing you are going to feel. Put it back on yourself. How proud, how empowered, how strong, how amazing am I going to feel? And that will break that negative loop going on in your head. So do that for anything else negative that comes into your head. So if you're worried about, I don't know, what am I going to do on a Friday night? And you start to think, oh God, I'm going to be bored, I'm going to be boring, this is going to be rubbish. Then switch that up to start thinking about what you want to do, what you can do, what will make you smile, what is fun for you. Always thinking about how we can change the negative into a positive. If you are spending time overthinking and it's making you feel doubtful about your ability to stop drinking, if you feel that maybe you've tried so many times before and you're just scared that you'll just fall off the wagon again or you won't be able to do it, then again, switch that up and start to believe in yourself. Allow yourself to believe that it's possible. Allow yourself to believe that it can happen for you. Maybe use the word yet in your mind if that helps. So if you're thinking, but I've never had a Friday night when I don't drink, add the word yet on the end. I've never had a weekend where I don't drink, yet. I've never been on holiday and not been drinking, yet. That little word yet opens up the possibilities. It allows you to believe that it is possible. And changing that perspective to always Looking back, I suppose, thinking about, oh gosh, I've never been able to do it. I've never done this. I've never done that. By adding the word yet, it means that there is a possibility for you. It gives you that little glimmer of hope and self-belief. So by believing that you can do it, by, by believing that you can get through your, your Fridays, your weekends, your holidays, your Christmases... By believing it's a possibility for you helps to change the negative thought cycle into a one of joy and possibility and empowerment. So that tiny little word yet will bring, you know, a refreshing kind of perspective to the whole thing. It will make you feel positive. It will make you believe that it's possible for you and it absolutely is possible for you. It really is. So believe in yourself. Another good way to help with the overthinking, and this is especially true is if you're already maybe on the journey, is to stay in the moment. And I'm not one for, you know, the whole one day at a time thing. 
but I am a great believer in staying in the moment. My wonderful coach once said to me, wherever you are, be there. And that is so helpful because it makes you more mindful. It makes you more present. It helps you to enjoy the moment and to stop worrying about what might happen next or to stop worrying about the other things that you have to do later. Wherever you are, be there. So if you're out for a walk, be out for a walk in your head as well as in your body. If you are reading, be there, be engrossed in your book, get lost in the story. If you're spending time with your family, then be with your family. You know, be fully present in everything that you do and try not to let your mind start worrying about the future too much. If you suddenly find yourself stuck in a cycle and you realise, oh my God, I'm overthinking again, then a really quick way to get out of it is to stop and take a few deep breaths. And I mean really focus on your breathing. Switch your attention from your thoughts to your breath. Follow your breath in and out a few times and it will calm your mind, it will calm your body, it will calm your thoughts and it will disrupt that cycle of overthinking. It will disrupt the pattern and you will get out of that overthinking moment. And deep breathing, focusing on your breath is one of the principles of meditation. So if you can, if you want to, then why not spend a little bit of time in meditation? I follow guided meditations because sometimes I can't slow my thoughts down enough to sit for 10 minutes. So I follow a guided meditation and that gives my mind something else to focus on. And actually, if you can get into the practice of meditating for anywhere between 2 and 10 minutes in the morning, maybe not every morning, maybe 3 or 4 times a week, doing this consistently and regularly will naturally train your brain. It will naturally help you to calm your mind and to settle the thoughts down. You know, it might not work. If you are stuck in a cycle and you think, oh my God, I'm stuck in this cycle, your mind might be too active in that moment to go and meditate. So it's not a quick fix. You know, meditation is not a quick fix. But the more you do it regularly, consistently, even if it's just for a short time, the long-term effects of that meditation practice will help to generally uh, calm your mind overall. So your negative thoughts, your overthinking will naturally happen less because of the meditation practice. If you want to learn more about meditation, then I have a blog on the website about meditation and sobriety. Uh, if you are in that cycle and you realize, you know, my God, I'm overthinking, nothing's working, then a really brilliant thing to do is to Put on some loud music and have a dance. Honestly, you can't help but get lost in the music and the movement, especially if it's something really powerful and uplifting. It gets you out of your head immediately. 
and it releases the tension and the stress and you have a little bit of a dance and a move around and you immediately feel better. It is probably the quickest way to get out of your head and to go somewhere else for a moment. So the louder the music, I would say the better. <laughs> and probably finally the last thing that I would suggest is that if you are worrying about stopping drinking if you are thinking about it so much that it's taking over your life that it's stopping you from taking the action that you want to take and you just can't seem to get out of your head you just can't seem to take the action then talk to somebody it's just like writing things down Talking is a great way to get things out of your head, get things off your chest. And sometimes in the Transform med Meditation, the Transform Membership space, that's what we do. People come and they just talk. They just get things off their chest. They get things out of their minds. They talk about what they're worried about. They ask for help. They ask for advice. We might have a session where... We don't really talk about anything to do with alcohol or sobriety. We might talk about, you know, our kids or our jobs or the weather or, you know, whatever it might be. But just having that space to get things out in the open and ask for advice and help in a safe, non-judgmental space is the best thing that you can do. You know what it's like. When you phone a friend and you can talk about your worries or your problems and there's somebody there who's going to listen to you and help you. That is so powerful. So if you're really struggling with this, if you just can't seem to get out of your head long enough to get that space, that peace, then talk to somebody. Come and talk to us in the Blissfully Sober Facebook group call a friend, send me a message and let's get on Zoom and have a chat about this. Come and join the membership space where you can be free to just be yourself and talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about. The key to overthinking is to get yourself out of your mind and do that however works best for you. So just to recap, the things that you can do are to allow yourself time and space to get out of your head, whether that's talking to somebody or writing everything down on paper. Try and replace the negative thoughts with positive ones. Remember, use that word yet because that will allow you to believe that it's possible for you, even though you might not feel it right now, it is possible for you. So by using the word yet, it brings that possibility to the forefront of your mind. And then you start to think about the positives and the possibilities and you're not so focused on the negative. <clears throat> Staying in the moment, be mindful, really get lost and engrossed in something my son said to me the other day that he had a wonderful time drawing his comic and he was completely in the zone and he forgot all about 
anything else that he was doing or worrying about. He was just in the zone. So find something. Do that thing that helps you to get in the zone. Be present. Be in the moment. And remember, wherever you are, be there. Because it's so soothing and relaxing and brain calming. Just be in the moment and enjoy the moment. Deep breaths are a great way to get out of the overthinking cycle. Meditation, as I touched on before. But again, meditation might not work in the moment. But it's a practice that over time can help calm your thoughts. And if all else fails, put your headphones on and listen to some loud, uplifting music. And I promise you'll feel better after that. I hope that this podcast episode has helped you. It's given you some ideas. It's given you some insights and inspiration. But most of all, I hope that it's helped you to see that, you know, we're all overthinkers. It's something that we do a lot of the time. But it's possible to get out of that cycle. It's possible to get out of that trap of always thinking about things and not actually doing. And when it comes to stopping drinking, honestly, the the best thing that you can do is to get out of your head, drop down into your body and start taking action. doesn't matter how small the step, how tiny the action. The only way that you're going to really know what it's like, the only way you're going to really know how you are going to get through cravings, how you are going to have your weekends or spend your Friday nights, the only way you're going to know what it's like to be on holiday and not drink, to have Christmas and not drink, to get through a stressful situation and not drink, the only way you're going to know those things is to actually do them. So that is the biggest and best piece of advice that I can give you. No matter how scared you might feel, how nervous you are, how unprepared you might feel, unless you actually do it, unless you actually take that step and have that first moment, that first evening, that first night without drinking, then you're never going to know. So get out of your head and just take that step. Honestly, that's the best thing that you can do. That's what I did. And here I am almost three years later, still sober. Because I actually started, I did it. I took that first step. I stopped thinking and wishing and wondering and just started doing. If that fills you with terror, if you feel really scared or worried or nervous, then please do reach out to me. Join the Blissfully Sober Facebook group. Send me an email. I'm on Instagram. You can send me a message. We can get together and have a chat. Come and join the membership space and we will help you with your steps together. So thank you so much for spending these 30-40 minutes with me today. Um, I'm going to go and have a cup of tea now. 
If you like this episode, do leave a review over on iTunes. Send me an email. Let me know what you thought. Let me know if it helped. Let me know where you are in your own sober journey. Um, I love to receive messages from my listeners and my subscribers and followers. So please do get in touch. I'd love to know where you are in your journey and if there's anything that I can help you with. So thank you so much for listening. Wishing you a wonderful day. And yeah, take that step. Do the thing that you've always wanted to do. You can do it. I have absolute faith in you. I believe in you. You just need to believe in yourself.